Here's a message from Ken Lavica. It's a great day to pledge your allegiance to the Miami Dolphins. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Uh, I don't know about you guys. I feel spry. I feel refreshed. I mean, that was the best tequila-induced sleep I've had in a long, long, long time. Sundays Sundays are for tequila and now ass-kickings. Mm, mm. There is nothing that makes your boy sleep better than some tequila and seeing the Dolphins whip that ass. Oh, Did you see that? Ah! You saw that family that, that apparently takes shots after every Dolphin score? Oh, yeah, they're dead. Yeah. They died. We haven't heard from them Rest since. in peace. Yeah. It's been a good run. What a way to go out. <laughs> They died. Uh, let me, let me, you know, Stone, I think that this is a good opportunity for for Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast to, to hear a, rea- a reenactment of, um, of me awaking from my slumber uh, this morning. Could you cue the, the wake up music, please? <sighs> Mike McDaniel. What a damn genius. And scene. That is, that, that is my first thought that entered my mind this morning. I woke up, the alarm went off before I went in, got some weights in, got that body right. The first thing I thought of was, good God, there is nobody like Mike McDaniel in the entire NFL. Here's the proof. Here's the proof. How is it possible? How is it possible? After what you've seen from the Miami Dolphins the last two years, fully healthy, with Tua, throwing darts. How is it possible that on the opening drive, just mere plays into yesterday's game against Super Bowl champion head coach Sean Payton, Super Bowl winning quarterback Russell Wilson, that Denver Broncos team, how is it possible that that genius Mike McDaniel draws up a play where Tyreek Hill has no defender at the point of reception within 20 yards of him? Let's hear what it sounded like on CBS. Tyreek Hill! Touchdown! Oh, Kevin Harlan. What a block by Tua Win to buy Tua time and then Jackson early in South Florida. Just by himself. That was so fast. I know Tyreek Hill is fast. I've never heard a touchdown happen so fast. That was, that was extremely fast. <laughs> extremely fast. Immediately. I mean, that's how hard on. the ball was thrown. And then Tyreek ran. And then Kevin Harlan able to figure out what's happening. The Dolphins win 70 to 20. That's not real. 70 to 20. 7-0. 7-0. 70 no. To twenty, no. that is, that is in the modern era of football, non-hyperbole, as they put it in the record books, the biggest margin of ass whooping in modern day NFL history. Fifty point win in the NFL. You made the comment, Theo, before we got on the air, because I heard Ryan Clark saying on on Get Up this morning. 
that it was like FBS versus FCS college football out there. Not just that, though, Ryan. It was like, and you put it the proper way, Alabama playing the Citadel. Mm. That's what the Miami Dolphins did to the Denver Broncos yesterday with Mike McDaniel and Tua and Raheem Mostert and Devon A. Chain, who ran for over 200 yards, Uh. untackleable. I mean, just absolutely whipping that backside red and bloody. Mm. It's... For me, it feel like it's got to be challenging now for for anybody calling these Dolphins games, uh, anybody that has to do like what we have to do and uh, be you know provide commentary following the Dolphins games. Because how many different ways can you describe? By the way, just so you know, what I'm doing right now is not commentary; it's a verbal orgasm. Yes, yes, and it is a orgasm, <laughs> and it is very it's noticeable mm-hmm. from here, and Ugh. it excites me to see you you know having All a good right, time. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, what, it's how many different ways can you describe what the Dolphins are doing offensively? Like, it's only so many ways you can say that he's, it looks like he's getting shot out of a cannon, no matter who's touching the ball. And Jalen Waddle wasn't even playing. Like, between Tyreek Hill. Played. The second leading receiver wasn't playing. And then the number three receiver, uh, River Craycraft, yeah. had one catch and got hurt as soon as he caught the ball. To be able to do that, to be able to score 70, to be able to do it with what felt like little to no um, like disruption, it really did feel like a game of Madden. Like Their team was built like a game of Madden with all the speed everywhere, and it Ugh. really felt like a video game the way they were putting up points. Like I still don't believe this is real. 70 points in an NFL game is ridiculous. 70 points. The Miami Dolphins pulled off an Alabama versus the Citadel yesterday Ugh. in week three of the NFL season. We may never see anything like that again. It's the most points in the regular season uh, since uh, 1966. Mm. Uh, They could have tied the all-time NFL scoring record and opted not to kick a field goal in the waning moments after Tua sat the entire fourth quarter. The Dolphins went full college mode and didn't play a starter in the fourth quarter on the offensive side of the ball. Mm. And still, you've got Mike White throwing bombs to Robbie Chosen, formerly Robbie Anderson. Uh, It's just ridiculous what the Dolphins did yesterday. That, you know what that is? That's football at its finest. Yeah. That is football at its finest yesterday. The first thought I had upon opening my eyes and starting the new week, starting anew, is sweet Jesus, Mike McDaniel is a genius mm. i mean stone you you're the one with the x's and o's acumen around here on this radio program every day at noon you're the one who played college ball won a playoff game at southern illinois can you properly explain with the motion and the blocking and before teron armstead to a staying clean post teron armstead to a staying super clean how Mike McDaniel is able to scheme Tyreek Hill open still in the NFL where, oh, you put it on film and they're going to figure you out. Nobody's figured this out. Last year, this year, we saw week one against the Chargers. Last year, Tyreek Hill had some issues against press coverage. So what does Mike McDaniel do? Sends uh, Tyreek Hill on 100-meter sprints in the backfield before every snap against the Chargers. And then he's, he's receiving for almost 250 yards in a single game. And two is thrown for 466. Mm. Two weeks removed from that. 
Tyreek Hill's first catch of the game. He doesn't have a receiver within 20 yards of him. How is Mike McDaniel doing this sorcery? Yeah, so you asked me if I could break it down. The answer is no. I don't have enough time in the day. I don't think anybody has enough time in the day. We're going to see as the week progresses, people try to break down certain plays. But I, I think one thing to point out, and one thing that's interesting when you're watching, last week we saw, or two weeks ago, we saw them torch the Chargers, right? They played too, many, too much man coverage. And, and, and to contrary to what a lot of people think, you don't want to play zone against these guys either because nope. then you're able to run the ball. And that's what we saw yesterday. So you're going to play strictly zone. There was a lot of man mixed in there. you got to try to disguise everything. The next but- week, Bill Belichick played Whoa. three safeties. Yeah. Right. And two in the first half, anti-Reek Hill still picked them apart with intermediate throws. Which the three safeties over the top is just a different version of zone. So you saw a lot more zone yesterday against the Broncos. People think that you have to play zone, right? You can't man up against these guys, but zone allows you to run the ball. Zone allows Tua to come off of the play action and find certain windows, which is exactly what we saw yesterday. So it's a pick your poison. There's not really a way to break it down. There's just too much going on for a defense to kind of stay with it. Eventually, they're going to break. Someone's going to pop, and they're gone off the races. So so I'm soaring today. I am, I am airborne. Uh, waking up this morning, I couldn't wait. To attack the day, Carpe Diem mm. sees the day, but you you understand what Either I'm way. saying. Yeah. Of course. My first thought when I woke up, my first NFL thought when I woke up this morning was, sweet Jesus, Mike McDaniel is him. Mike McDaniel is him, as weird and as quirky as he is, and there isn't a single locker room speech he gives where I don't cringe because I don't understand still how he can stand in a locker room and inspire uh, 90 uh, human mutants surrounding him when he is all of like five eight and one hundred and ten pounds. Like this guy is just off the charts different. Mike McDaniel is a genius. What was your first NFL thought when you woke up this morning? What was your morning like? I want to know before you got coffee in your system or whatever other thing you put in your system in the morning or before you got after it in the gym or before you scratched your nether regions or took a shower. What was your first NFL thought when you woke up this morning? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And on social media, at KLV 1063. What was your first NFL thought when you woke up this morning? Stone, could we uh, could we please cue up uh, morning music here for, for Theo because as he woke up in his, his West Palm Beach abode surrounded by plants next to his beautiful fiance Ashley, what was your first NFL thought this morning, Theo? This is me right here. Can I get the music? Go ahead and crank, crank that beat! <laughs> it's more, yeah. <clears throat> hard uh, boy i really wish the bears were better <laughs> like what the hell happened yet i really wish the chicago bears were just i don't even need them to be good I'm not asking for a lot all right theo's uh, awake by the way we yeah, can I'm up uh, now. we can turn the music I'm off up. yeah this is my these are now my morning thoughts before i uh you know, drop for the prayer and do my facial routine. You right. know, right now I'm just like, oh, you do a facial routine, a little facial routine. Yeah, oh, that's pretty good. I mean, being a TV guy, that does make sense. Yeah, you got to keep keep the pores moisturize, moisturize. Yeah, sure. you do have a great complexion. Thank you, man. I've been working on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but for real though, it to me, you don't it, when you're living out of market, right? And you don't have the super duper YouTube right. TV You're a Chiefs package. fan. A full disclosure. Yes, uh, Theo Dorsey, Chiefs fan. Candy Chiefs fan Chiefs. who woke up. And said to himself, first thing, man, I wish the Bears were better. 
I just wish the Bears put up a little more of a fight. Like, at least, because, you know, as you guys, for people that support the Dolphins, uh, the Broncos were at least kind of in it enough. They made it, like, at least a little interesting to where the Dolphins had to keep scoring. They got to keep playing football. Mm, yeah. Well, well no. for, to an extent. It, it at least no. was a, it was a two-score game two minutes into the second. To an extent, yeah. But the Chiefs-Bears game is almost like it never happened. <laughs> it's almost like it legit never happened. The biggest thing to come out of Chiefs Bears is the fact that Taylor Swift was there, it, and that is pathetic. All all I got out of the Chiefs Bears game was solo shots of Taylor Swift. Right, I got a bunch of near misses with Patrick Mahomes touchdowns, which really pissed me off because I made this blockbuster deal for him oh, in fantasy football. Fantasy concerns. I know, but still, I'm just saying, like it. It was just a very lethargic game. The Chiefs defense was dominant. Justin Fields was running for his life again. Uh, and then to to put the kind of cherry on top, I was like, well, at least I get to enjoy a blowout win, right? I get to see if my team can put up a shutout. Uh, I get to see like a couple more highlights, maybe two or three possessions into the third quarter. All of a sudden, I'm thinking my TV's broken or something because I was watching Chiefs Bears, and now I'm watching Cardinals Cowboys, which I don't give a damn about, even though the Cowboys are doing the Cowboys thing a little early this year. Boy, we uh, we may have uh, <laughs> been, been uh, prematurely pontificating yeah. on the greatness of the Cowboys, we're, by we're, the way. We're not alone either. We yeah. all got duped. <laughs> Does got- Trayvon Diggs, uh, he's good. Does he mean that much where you're going and losing to the Cardinals? Come on, man. They got duped. That was uh, that was pretty sick. That was a sick sighting. But no, to have the game have to be cut away because the Bears were so bad that they weren't making it entertaining enough. All the while, all the while, the headline around my team's win, a dominant victory where our defense showed up, special teams was good, Patrick Mahomes is getting touchdowns in the offense going, is all about... Taylor freaking Swift being with Travis Kelsey's mom up in the in the box. I mean, like, I, I, w- I said it Friday on this show, and I'll say it again. The the number of grown men falling over themselves uh, and fanning their faces over Taylor Swift and and Travis Kelsey's relationship, whatever it is, whether they're friends, whether they're bamboozling us as a PR stunt, whether they're banging, I don't know. <laughs> All I'm going to say and I'll reiterate it, is that it is pathetic the way in which grown men are fawning over this Travis Kelsey-Taylor Swift relationship as if no NFL player has ever dated a high-profile celebrity before. It's pathetic. I I honestly don't get it. It it feels also forced. Like I feel like it's getting forced at me from all angles. I go to ESPN.com, and there's no headline about, oh, Chiefs win 41-10. It's relive all of Taylor Swift's moments. As she celebrates for Travis Kelsey, I'm like, what? But but this, this drives home how bad the Bears are. That's, the, that's how the, bad. The number one Fox broadcast team, just months removed from calling the Super Bowl back in February, the number one Fox broadcast team is at Arrowhead Stadium for Chiefs Bears, and the game is so non-competitive. And Taylor Swift, the the female version of Christ, is in the suite sitting next to Travis Kelsey's mother. It is a a TMZ Hollywood reporter extraordinaire. Everybody's keyed in, and the game is so bad that Fox decides four minutes into the third quarter. Um, well, it's it's time to cut away. I've never seen that before. I've never seen with the number one broadcast team. They just said, you know, we're out. This sucks. Also, Patrick, the champions Mahomes. Yeah, also, Travis Kelsey. The champions. If we're gonna play up this whole. 
Taylor Swift thing and she's in the box and we're having a great time. Oh, well, look, we have Taylor Swift. Travis Kelsey's here. He's got to impress her. How about you throw him the damn ball then? He did. I know he did it. Eight targets. He Eight scored. targets, 69 yards for Travis Kelsey. I mean, sure. Am I mad because I drafted Kelsey in the first round of my fantasy football Oh, my God. Listen, but sure. He's part of the problem. He's he part is. Of the problem no. Because he, he, also, he also now thinks that the great Patrick Mahomes should succumb to the pressure of Taylor Swift. Give him what the damn are ball. we doing Give here? Give him the ball. If the, we're going to run it and play it all up and say, oh, I knew I had to get him the ball in the postgame press conference. Eight targets against the freaking Chicago Bears, and you don't get a touchdown until the third quarter when you're already up 34-0 to him. First I of feel all, like that is a, a miss. It's an abuse of our trust because <laughs> I trusted Patrick Mahomes to play into this whole Taylor Swift thing and just feed Kelsey. See, and this is why Taylor Swift is bad for football. Yeah, There's already fracturing between Theo and Patrick I'm Mahomes because of her. But I'm first of all, if you started Travis Kelsey in a PPR league, he gave you 19 points. Yeah. Okay, no, so shut up. So that's shut cute. up. And then two, if you're the Chicago yeah, Bears, if you're this, yeah, well, Tyreek Hill doesn't do that for the Chiefs, okay? He does that for the Dolphins. Oh, that's right. So get used with to do it. it for the Chiefs. Wake well, up. Uh, don't, I mean, listen. Wake up. Yeah, don't, don't go I back don't to the X. Don't go back to the X. And then if you didn't want to pay him. If you're the Bears, your job out there and your game plan is to not let the best player beat you. So they're just buckling down on Kelsey. They're shadowing. They're clouding everything to him. So he couldn't get his love early on. Eventually, he crept it. Force it. Cracks. Force it. Hey, he, he did force it. Uh, he did. Patrick Mahomes used a yeah. quote that that wasn't even a route that he ran. He just ran his own route, and I found him in the end zone. Right. Uh, what Do was, it more. What was your first <laughs> NFL thought when you woke up this morning? 888-760-3776. Mine was Mike McDaniel is elite. Mike McDaniel is elite. Theo's was, I just wish the Bears were better. What was your first NFL thought when you woke up this morning? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. Let's start on the phones. Why don't we just for the hell of it, Stone, let's uh, go ahead and uh, and cue up some uh, some canned morning music for Glenn in Lake Worth on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Glenn, if you could... Uh, what was what was your first thought when uh, your alarm went off this morning? Oh, we just witnessed history. Ironically, it's like the Mile High Miracle or the Music City Miracle. I just saw my team commit history that you only see once in an NFL viewership lifetime. Yep. And it just I'm on an all time high. I had a PR at the gym, so yeah, it just felt amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That a boy, Glenn. It, it, it inspired you to gains. I like that flick. That's right really good stuff right there. I appreciate that, Glenn. PRs at the gym. I, I mean, the, the Dolphins are doing the Dolphins are doing incredible things for this fan base, mm. and we do. It, and um, hope you have a great day, Glenn. Um, what we what we witnessed yesterday from the Dolphins. I mean, Glenn's right. We're not gonna we're not gonna see it again. It did seem like at first, though, the Chiefs. They saw that and they took they it personal. The, yeah. the Chiefs would have been able to do it, but guess who couldn't put up enough of a fight to keep the Chiefs starters in for long enough to get a few more points up? Yeah. Those sorry-ass Chicago Bears. <laughs> he played a few drives in the third quarter, Mahomes. Uh, that, was, that drive was literally that we have to give Kelsey a touchdown this game drive, yeah. and as soon as it happened, I knew what was happening. I knew they were pulling the plug. Are the Is Matt Eberflus the uh, first coach fired? Uh, he's definitely out there. He's one or two. They are completely... Non-competitive. I mean, Josh McDaniel made his case yesterday. He did. He did. He did. That's a great point. Sean Payton might just not show up to the facility (laughs) tomorrow or the next day. He might be the first coach to quit. (laughs) Sean Payton will quit. Does Josh McDaniels not know that there is something called a two-point conversion? I, I... 
I don't understand what happened last night. Yeah, I don't think anybody you are, does. You are down eight, okay? Um, let me, just so I, I have this, and I looked it up this morning, I should have written down. I just want to set the, the proper scene on what uh, another brilliant member of the Bill Belichick coaching tree, just another sparkling example of head coaches that have come from that uh, Patriots coaching tree. But, but here was the situation. Last night, let me get to the play-by-play in case you missed it. It was getting late. Some of you might have been sleepy. I was struggling uh, to avoid my tequila-induced sleepy time uh, by that point. Uh, this this is it is it is twenty-three to fifteen. Okay, twenty-three to fifteen, and uh, the the Raiders have the ball. They are facing a fourth and four at the eight of the Steelers. Mm. Fourth and four, down eight at the eight of the Steelers. And what does Josh McDaniels do? He sends out the field goal unit to cut the lead to five. Mm. After the game, when pressed on it, because <laughs> the Chargers or the the, uh, the Raiders got the ball with 12 seconds left at their own 15 nice. after that. So that backfired completely. After the game, Josh McDaniels goes, oh, well, we, uh, we needed multiple possessions. No, you didn't. You can get eight points in one possession, Josh. Yeah. It's not difficult. There's a two-point conversion. You score and you tie it, and you go to this magical place they call overtime. What are you doing? We needed multiple possessions. No, you didn't. No, you did not. You could have gotten all of those points in one possession. I promise the math is mathing. What is he doing? What is he saying? What is he thinking? Why can't he just own it? Like why he, he sounds so much dumber saying we need multiple possessions because that leads me to believe that Coach Josh doesn't know that a two point conversion exists. Well, what? I'll give him some credit. Oh God, let me give him, let me give him some credit. At least he was like, you know what? You know what will make this game better for us? We got to get that defense back on the field. I mean that <laughs> that bottom five defense, this Vegas Raiders defense. If we got if we're gonna win this if game, we got to get them work. on the field. Yeah, That's right. Like, let's stop wasting our time on off. That's the only thing I can assume because you would think, like, if the Baltimore Ravens of the early 2000s did this, you're like, oh, okay, maybe that's a good move. You don't trust your offense on fourth and short. You trust your defense to go out there and get you a stop. But the Vegas Raiders, like, what's their strength? Probably Devontae Adams. Adams. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you go to on a fourth and four? Uh, Devontae, Devontae Adams. Adams. I don't understand what that What about at all. on a two-point conversion? Devontae, Devontae Adams. Yeah. And it's, it's a winning formula. The fireable coach's cocktail is definitely made up of Josh Daniels, Sean Payton, and obviously <clears throat> the third one. Yeah, the one who we thought was in that number one spot. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's those guys. We know that it's those guys right oh, now. God. It's rough. When, when, when you woke up this morning, when you woke up, what was your first NFL thought? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on social media, at KLV1063. Was that third guy Robert Sala? The third guy was Matt Eberflus. Oh, okay. yeah. Good old Matty. You forgot his name, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't forget his name, but I almost, <laughs> I, I, I almost went with Eberflus, but I knew it wasn't going to sound Eberflus. as well. I know, but I, was, I didn't know Matt. Man. I forgot oh. his first name. Just say Coach Eberflus. I, I almost Coach just went, yeah, and then Eberflus. But I was like, that doesn't sound really. And then I started thinking Derek, Matt, Chris. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, Eber- said, no, nope. The third guy. The we third obviously guy. know. We already know the third guy. Uh, Who doesn't yeah, know the third guy? It's the Bears. The infamous, the infamous <laughs> yeah. third guy. Uh, Stone, why don't you for yourself cue up uh, canned wake-up music, please? This should be good. 
When uh, and by the way, what time did you go to sleep last night? Uh, two. Two. Two o five. What did you eat before bed? Um, we did eat before bed. Let's see. Queso, chips and queso. <laughs> nice. Was that like midnight? I cannot. Twelve thirty. There is going to be a day where now twenty-five year olds don't abandon. Let me take it back. I ate saltines and peanut butter. The club, the rectangle oh, okay. club snacks, and well, I obviously had chips and queso too. But after that, <laughs> well, was, was, club, was club crackers and peanut butter. It was like that was the one o'clock. There is Stone. Th- I don't think it was obvious to us that you had both. <laughs> right, 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 I think we assumed right. you were substituting yeah. one for the other. Obviously, would not have been the word I would have gone <laughs> right. with uh, there in that spot. Well, I thought you know, it was I ate one it. or the other, but apparently it was both. Yeah. Um, Stone is twenty-five. You still. He's Still, uh, fairly built uh, from from college football. Yeah. There is going to be a day soon, soon in Stone's life where the consistent one forty five in the morning eating is going to catch up with yeah. him. Yeah, he's going to be bolder. We'll be seeing. Did you get it? Because it was pretty good. Thank you. Oh bolder. my god! Was that really you're giving it as good? Am I the first person to do that? You're maybe the three hundred thousand four hundred sixty ninth person <laughs> to use Boulder. So yeah. uh, kudos to you. Uh, I like to be so mean about it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you asked if you were the first. <laughs> yeah. Boy, excuse me, yeah. Comedy Master Stone. Yeah. All right, go ahead and give the wake up music again, so you can <laughs> uh, you can give us what your your football thought was after uh, a brief queso nap. It's <laughs> good. Can the Dolphins beat the Bills? That was a question that I asked myself. Okay. It was uh, news to me. I wasn't sure what this line was going to be next week at Highmark taking on the Bills. They're two and a half point underdogs. Which means they're basically on the road a favorite. <sighs> they're underdogs. The home team's given three. Of course, but they're underdogs to the Buffalo Bills, and that's exactly where my mind went. Yes, we're going to talk about the 70. Yes, best team in the NFL. They're going to get their flowers, but they're underdogs to the Buffalo Bills. So my question was, can they beat the Buffalo Bills, or should they be underdogs to the Buffalo Bills? Um, I mean, what is your what is your what was your response then? Ultimately, after thinking about it, to your subconscious when you woke up and and also apparently um, uh, had gaseous emissions. I like the line. I think it's right where I would have put it, and I think it's going to make everybody upset, but I haven't really decided on what I'm going to do with it. I, I don't quite have an answer, but I do respect them being underdogs. I do. I, do, I, I will put it this way because, I mean, that was like my third or fourth thought upon waking up this morning. Uh, can the, the Dolphins beat the Bills? And I was aware of the line last night, minus two for, uh, for the, the Bills. Um, it's still, even yesterday, putting up 70 points, the Dolphins – Still have to go and prove something. Exactly. Next week, to me, that's the proof game. If the if the Dolphins go to Buffalo, beat the Bills, and that offense is still able to chug along, then I am at 4-0 after winning at the Chargers. And, I mean, we've seen the Chargers. Speaking of, uh, I mean... Coaches in the hot seat. Yeah. He's up there. Yeah. Now... He's, in the, he's a part of the cocktail. He's part of... The, and, and things, despite him... Ended up being joyous yeah. uh, yesterday, but he did his best to try and lose that game. Staley did, mm. um, but winning at LA, winning at New England, putting up seventy, and then going to Buffalo and winning, then that hype train is full speed ahead. You can start uttering Super Bowl and Miami Dolphins if they can go up and prove a point. But the team that has to prove the point next week is the Miami Dolphins. I I, I wholeheartedly disagree. Um, why, first off, why are the Dolphins the one that have to prove the point against 
these bills? What have the bills done or shown you over the past two years included? I mean, they're they're back to back to back division champions. Yeah, they're the sure. Buffalo Bills. But right. I saw the Bills and the Dolphins play last year, and, and they were close close games. And the Dolphins won the one down here in the sun. The the Dolphins won the one down here in the sun when both teams were technically at full health. Even though I think isn't that the first time Tua had the back injury? That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. that's what you call the it, right? Back the back injury. Okay, yeah. cool. Don't you forget yeah. it. Yeah, and then the second one, What was? The, how did the second regular season match go in Buffalo? That was the snow game that never actually materialized until late in the fourth where the Dolphins led in the fourth. Right, right, you're right. Okay, and then the playoff game where... Skylar Thompson almost beat him. Skylar Thompson. So you're telling me that those three outings last year mixed in with, the, with what the Dolphins have done this year, and also you talk about can the Dolphins beat the Bills, I mean... One doesn't beat the Bills a lot of times. Usually Josh Allen does that. Like, he'll, he'll step up and do it for you. So this same, same thought process that you have yeah. is warranted for the cliche, this is how sports books make their money. Because yeah. next week, the Dolphins become the Colorado Buffs and the Deion Sanders Because people are going to be betting on them. Heavy. You're going to have 95% of the public Not say, oh, how they conduct themselves, but from a betting yeah. standpoint. Yeah, yeah, popularity, right? Sure, for the sure, public. Sure. Yeah. You're going to have 95% of the general public saying, oh my God, the Dolphins are underdogs? Josh Allen throws all these interceptions? This is free money. Yeah. And you're going to see 95% of the money come pouring in on the fins. The Bills will win and we'll embarrass ourselves. This is setting up for that. It's a bait line. It's a trap line. I think the Bills can win. Yeah. I think the Dolphins should be expected to be the better team in this matchup, and I don't think they have to prove anything against the Buffalo Bills. I believe the Dolphins already proved something doing what they did against the Chargers, beating a Bill Belichick coach defense and finding a way to win even when it wasn't super pretty. And then when you have a Broncos team come to town and it's your home opener and you're almost, you're not even at full strength because we keep on talking about this offense, but there was no Jalen Waddle yeah. and you put up 70 against, I don't, you're not proving anything else to me beyond the fact that like, even if they lose a close game to the Bills, I'm not going to be down on the Dolphins all of a sudden. Like you win some, you lose some, it's the NFL. But I think the Bills have more to prove than the Dolphins here. The Bills, who have they, what have they done this year? This man woke up on the right side of the bed. He did. I love that optimism, Theo Dorsey. <laughs> I love that optimism. What was your first NFL thought when you woke up this morning? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776-888-760-3776. And just for you, we'll, we'll, we'll give you the canned wake-up music because we as a show care for you the people, and your football thoughts. 888-7603-776. And uh, go ahead and message us at KLV1063. We got calls. We got tweets. We got Facebook messages. We got Instagram messages. We are loaded with your thoughts and your early morning subconscious beliefs that came to your head, your, your initial waking thoughts. Here on this Monday, if you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Join replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. What was your first NFL thought when you woke up this morning? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on social media at KLV1063. I'm going to give you a heads up before we go to break. Um, because she's trendy. 
and because she's taken over the sports and NFL discourse, can't do anything about it. I do what I'm told here at ESPN West Palm. I signed a contract. Mm. We have been told by management, this is management mandated, Uh that we have to have an entire show of Taylor Swift bump music. So I'm giving you a friendly heads up here on Ken LeVick Alive that you're going to be hearing Taylor Swift bump music throughout the course of the day. It was not our decision. Management mandated. So heads up. That's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Management mandated Taylor Swift bump music, but we need to protect them from copyright law. Ten seconds of music. All right, stop. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. Uh, What was the first NFL thought you had when you woke up this morning? What was the first NFL thought you had when you woke up this morning? For me, it was Mike McDaniel is a damn genius. I mean, this guy is just coaching circles around the rest of the league. I mean, Stone, I, I feel pretty confident in saying right now, and I'm not saying this is going to be the case for all time or even for the entire rest of the season, but we praised the San Francisco 49ers on Friday because I said they're the most complete team in the NFL. But as far as a pure, his expertise, what he does, what he's seen, what he's drawing up, there is no one on the level of Mike McDaniel in the NFL, and I don't think it's particularly close. No, and I think the main reason that is is explosive plays. Now, this is a coach's pride and joy. This is a coach's baby. Anytime you hear a coach talk football, if you're interviewing, whatever the circumstances are, he's going to talk about explosive plays. Explosive plays are run plays over 12 yards and pass plays over 15 yards. If you can win the explosive play battle, you typically win football games. Now, I don't see anybody hitting the explosive play clip more and higher and faster, more high octane than the Miami Dolphins. Like the shot plays that he has on his call sheet, it has to be double, triple what everybody else has. Like he has plays to complete passes 15 yards down the field. He leads the NFL in explosive plays, and I think that's why they're so damn dominant. The Dolphins yesterday at one point, Connor Williams, their center, their their transitioned center, uh, lost them 50 yards on holding penalties, uh, it, wiping out plays. He wiped out a touchdown. Uh, and the Dolphins still, within uh, on the first penalty, within two plays, first down. Or the play after, I think it was a first down, to a found Tyreek Hill. And then the Dolphins just marched down the field and scored anyways. Uh, it, it's, it's just so easy. They right averaged now. the first down a play. Yeah, they, the Dolphins had more touchdowns than they did third downs. Yesterday, mm. the Dolphins had 10 touchdowns. They had nine third downs that they faced, period, all game yesterday. I've never seen that before. Two had more touchdowns than incompletions. It's <laughs> crazy. God. They had more touchdowns than incompletions. It is, it's not even real. Mike White might have two. Wouldn't he like two for two? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. With a two, two had three incompletions. If, yeah. you're, if you're a Jets fan and you're seeing Mike White, just throw bombs to Robbie Chosen for touchdowns while Zach Wilson is pirouetting into sacks for a now sub-500 Jets team. What's going through your head right now? Mm. Because you had that guy, and he was a fan favorite, and now he's to his backup. You know what I love about this? I feel like the well-managed, the properly led teams are starting to separate themselves from the idiots. You know, like these clown show franchises 
um, who don't have a real direction or have ill-managed uh, front offices or owners or even head coaches. Like those franchises are starting to separate themselves in a negative way. And these guys like Mike McDaniel, even look, you talked about play calling. Um, Kyle Shanahan, probably not in Mike McDaniel's league when it comes to explosive plays, but when it comes to just creating positive plays for oh, his yeah. team. No doubt. Like, they're not going 20 yards down the field, but they're going right. 10 to 5 yards down the field right. every single play out there in San Francisco. And now, what I would say, too, is that it, it comes into what your preference is. The Dolphins have lightning bolts. Yeah. Okay? They have lightning bolts. And now you add, if, if A-Chain stays healthy between Mostert and A-Chain and Tyreek and Jalen Waddell, I mean, that that right there is the U.S. men's uh, 4x100 going to Paris. Come on. You know? Come on. Like, that, that, <laughs> like that's what that is. But the 49ers, Ooh. they have... Um, dudes who want to bloody your face. Yes, yeah, steady, yeah. consistent. One's, like, I'm going to fall forward. I'm going to get extra yards. Right. I'm going to pop you up. One's built off speed. The other's built off muscle. Yeah. They're able to move you around right. a little more right. than it's the Dolphins. A, it's just a different thing. They're, that's why they would be a fascinating matchup. More so than the, it was last year, which was still a really good game, fascinating game. But you have similar scheme styles. McDaniel a little bit more involved. Yeah. Um, but different personnel running similar things. And that's what makes th- that... Shanahan tree and with yeah. McDaniel, fascinating. I love um, it. Uh, canned morning music, if you uh, could please, Stone. What was your first NFL thought when you woke up this morning? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Because when I awoke this morning, Mike McDaniel, what a genius. Theo, a Chiefs fan who saw his Chiefs game get taken off of national television Ugh. three minutes into the third, even with Taylor Swift in Travis Kelsey's suite. The Bears were just that damn non-competitive. Theo said, I wish the Bears were just a little bit better. That was his first thought this morning. And then Stone, Stone's first thought was, can the Dolphins beat the Bills next week? Yes. Uh, Ernesto in Boynton. Let's go ahead and crank that morning music. Ernesto on Ken LeVick Alive. Ernesto, bring us to what time What time did Ernesto wake up this morning? I woke up at, well, first of, first of all, thank you for taking taking my call. And uh, I woke up at 6 o'clock this morning. All right, so 6 o'clock uh, this morning, Ernesto in Boynton opens his eyes to attack a new day, a Monday, the start of the work week. What um? Mm-hmm. What's your first NFL thought? Uh, first, the Giants are dumpster fire because, <laughs> honestly, for what all the expectations uh, expectations that they had for last year, that's all down the drain. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can actually have and play PlayStation in real life and score. I mean that was so pathetic on the Broncos secondary. I mean, I have never seen so many blown coverages and oh man. And those shuffle plays were so ridiculous yeah. that even the cameraman at some point was even they had to use a wider angle because they were getting they were getting actually yeah. uh, they were losing the they were losing the shot, so they had to go to a wider angle. But on that second shuffle, you can see the defense Literally standing still. Flat-footed. It wasn't because you had it in slow motion. No, they were literally standing still, mm-hmm. watching the play happen. And when I saw that, that's when I said they gave up. That's it. And that's when I knew they gave up. 
So, and, and a lot of those were, hey, let's be honest, I mean, I know you guys blew them out, 70 and, and, and you know, right. the spirit of the numbers, the numbers say it, but there were a lot of drop passes there, and not only drop passes, fumbles, not by, not by Russell, but by, their, by, by the receiver. I mean, there were, there were some hard hitting. So, that's, that's, the, that's the Dolphins so playing some defense. It wasn't defense. just all Russell's. It wasn't all Russell's Wilson's fault. Uh-huh. But your defense was just gnarly and just, just wanted it more. You, Amen. You, you scored on defense and offense. So. Amen, Ernesto. Appreciate the call. What I'm gathering is Ernesto has a stream of consciousness thing that happens yeah. when, he, uh, when he wakes up. Well, also, like that, that Thursday night football loss still lingering <laughs> on – on Monday morning? That that requires counseling probably Whoa. at that point. Come on, man. You must get over that, you that He woke up with just a mind full of thoughts. Mind full of football thoughts. Uh-huh. That's, uh, that's what we like best. Oh, oh, oh. I wanted to get to this. This this is, I don't know if it's karma, but it's ironic, I think. Maybe it's more ironic than karmic. Last year when Sean Payton, then Fox NFL analyst, Sean Payton was on The Herd with Colin Cowherd. And I actually haven't seen uh, how his Blazing Five went this week because he was 0-9-1 in his NFL picks, his Blazing Five, through the first two weeks of the season. Stone, at some point we've got to see how Colin did in his Blazing Five this week. I'm sure he has one of the two, if not both, of the Monday Night Football games tonight. Yep. Um, but, But last year, Sean Payton was on The Herd with Colin Cowherd, and Colin Cowherd asked Sean Payton, again, Fox analyst a year ago at this time, now Denver Broncos head coach, coach who saw the Tua and the Dolphins drop 70 on his team. Sean Payton was asked, um, who is or who are some of the quarterbacks that you think are going to be benched sooner rather than later and another quarterback's going to come in uh, in this 2022 NFL season, and this is this is what Sean Payton had to say. I think at some point, and they played well yesterday with Tua, but Teddy Bridgewater, I've had before, he's a, he's an outstanding player, and I think that's one of the unique things this year. I counted eight teams where where I believe we're going to see multiple quarterbacks play, not relative to injury, but just a controversy, if you will. I think at some point, Sean Payton predicting Tua Tungavailoa benched. For Teddy Bridgewater. Not because of injury, but because of controversy. Mm. Then, Tua yesterday starts 16 of 16. Tua yesterday throws for 306. Tua yesterday is no-look shovel passing for touchdowns. I mean, that's the sickest, slickest thing you're going to see a quarterback do, what Tua did yesterday. How confident do you have to be, by the way, in an NFL game to no-look shovel pass? He was I mean, peaking. That's ridiculous. He was peaking. I mean, let's, let's not forget, you know, where that started. He, he was peaking, okay? It wasn't no look, but I get you. I get you. Oh, You're well, confident. Whatever. Let's he not was, forget where he was peaking. It was no look. It was not no look. Um, we'll, but we'll Lance Armstrong of that right there. Uh, you you mean can say it. The Lance Armstrong of that? Oh, I'm sorry. The Neil Armstrong. Oh, yeah. mm, wow. <laughs> well, both, you know, champions. Too. Wow. I mean, I, we are talking one ball. <laughs> yeah, it's only one ball on that field. Wow. Only one ball on that bike, too. Tua Tungavailoa or Patrick Mahomes. You can say that because he's a bad guy. Yeah, I know, I know. The Lance Armstrong of the shovel pass. (laughs) We're uh, we're safe. Um, But but after Tua dropped 70, 70 on the Denver Broncos, here was uh, was Sean Payton yesterday upset, being reminded by Denver media, uh, hey, this was a historic ass whipping. You said it's embarrassing, but this is kind of an historic game. I'm more. 
third time the team has scored 70 points over 700. What's the question? I mean, What's the question? How do you feel about it being I just finished telling you. Historically embarrassing. Next question. Oh, boy. Karma? Irony? Hilarious? That one for sure. Sean Payton. It doesn't. It feels weird to ask because I know it's it can't happen. But is there a world in which Sean Payton doesn't finish the year with the Broncos? Maybe. There's definitely a world where Russell Wilson doesn't finish the year as Broncos starting quarterback because you know who's about to get piled up on the anti Russell Wilson Sean Payton fueled machine that is going to be underway very quickly. It was okay. It wasn't. Okay. Yeah, I know, but it's just weird. It's a real. It's weird and different. What was your first NFL thought when you woke up this morning? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We keep taking your calls. We got a bunch of social media. We are jammed. Where's that third hour? He's Theodore, CWP, TV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Management mandated Taylor Swift bump song, but also paying attention to copyright law. Can only use 10 seconds. Four, three, two, one. Okay. Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. Uh, Ken Levicka live here on ESPN 1063. Uh, let me tell you about Dr. Neil Goldhaber. What a man. What a guy. Struggling with it right now. Yankees eliminated from playoff contention. The Giants are, well, bad, but he does not let that seep into his professional life. He is the best damn ENT you're going to find. ENT extraordinaire. It's what we call him. And a lot of you are just going to call him a life changer. Mm. Uh, It is Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. It's where you get your consultation. Ear issues. Nose issues. Throat concerns. Saw my dad this weekend. He has been a massive snore for as long as I can remember. And uh, he would be someone who benefited greatly from Dr. Neil Goldhaber. He has been able to get himself fixed up from a snoring standpoint, but a lot of you are out there. It's not cute. It's not funny. It's not, oh, hey, just uh, just sawn logs. No, that's not healthy. Snoring is not healthy. And Dr. Neil Goldhaber has changed lives with what he's been able to do for people. That is goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Go console him or give him some garbage about his sports his sports teams. But, um, but, but let him help you. Okay, Uh, change your life. You don't want to sit with ear issues, nose issues, throat problems, snoring. That's where Dr. Neil Goldhaber comes in, based in Boynton, and he has been doing it for decades. It's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. Stone, uh, should we we bring canned uh, morning music up for Joe in Jupiter? Morning music, please, Joe. As you awoke this morning, the first NFL thought in your mind was what? Thanks for taking my call. So, have any of y'all seen the movie uh, Groundhog Day yeah. back in 1993? Bill Murray, legend. Bill Murray, yeah, absolutely. So, I woke up this morning thinking I was in that movie again. <laughs> I was just seeing flashbacks of that movie from 1993. Are you freaking kidding me? We can only score 16 <laughs> points against these freaking Arizona Cardinals who are trying to take tank for the quarterback out of USC? Really? That's all we can do? What was that? I, I, I just don't understand. Yeah. Here we go again. I need therapy. Do y'all have some NFL therapy classes available somewhere online? Well, oh, here's yeah. your therapy to, Joe, here's your therapy today. You are a fan of Dallas area teams. Mm. 
the Texas Rangers have it a two and a half game lead in the AL West with a week to go. Absolutely. There you go. See? I, I've been telling absolutely. you, we, we are not registered, we're not certified, but we can absolutely help. We can help as a sports counseling entity. But also, if you're Joe and you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, it shouldn't feel like Groundhog Day. If anything, I feel like a loss like this early in the season re-solidifies the point that this might actually be a contending Dallas Cowboy team. Because Cowboys fashion isn't to lose to a team you should beat in week three. That's what contenders do. That's what the Chiefs did last year with mm-hmm. the Colts early. You lose an early season loss, you, 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 you kind of come back from it, and you reform and get better. If this was classic Cowboys, they'd be 10-0. and 0. And then lose to a Cardinals team like that and on like a primetime game. And then start to have late game. questions. Yes. And yeah. then, then Dak Prescott is answering questions weird. Mm-hmm. And then Jerry Jones is scheduling immediate press conferences after games. And then Ezekiel games. Elliott is the lone blocker yeah. on a final play of the postseason. Yeah. Like stuff like that. They're getting it out the way early if they're the Dallas Cowboys now so that later they can be um, resolute. They can figure out how to bounce back from these things. Uh, when we come back. Uh, it is Monday, which means that Coach Robert Sala always brings us in as the host of Dog Bleep Monday. Um, yeah, dog. Boy, is that guy going through it right now, by the way. Mm. What is something you saw or heard or experienced in sports over the weekend that was just abject dog bleep? This is a chance for you to get it off your chest. A chance for you to tell us and we can all commiserate together. It is a Dog Bleep Monday. Get in on Dog Bleep Monday. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And social media at KLV1063. It's a Ken Levick Alive staple. It is a Dog Bleep Monday. What did you see, hear, experience in sports over the weekend that had you saying, my God, God, what a loaded dog bleep. Coach Sala, one more time, bring us in. Um, yes, dog. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media at KLV1063. He is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka, and I am live on ESPN 1063.